Lewis. Walter makes a run ahead of it. Burkamp suddenly changed pace through the centre. It's Burkamp! That's magnificent! The move, and then this, which left Dabby's ass totally stranded. Hello, and welcome to a bird count that one, Wonderland. See, I've got too many windows open at the same time, I've confused myself. And uh, yes, it's just me and Richard tonight. Craig was going to be with us, but he's been called in. And uh, Nick had the hump and said he's not doing anything because there's no point, because uh, there was a... Uh, there's no football this this weekend coming up, but he's going to miss out because between me and Richard, we're going to entertain you like a couple of uh, those people that play the guitar, play the 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 um, what is it? The mouth one, the uh, not harmonica, harmonica. And I'm strapping some cymbals to my knees as we speak. Rich, uh, how you doing? Ah, uh, much better now. I've seen your lovely face, Danny. How are you? I am tickety boom on my meat diet. I am now on day twenty-four of living on meat. Today I had uh, ham, uh, deli. I'm living on deli meat, saves cooking. Uh, had ham and I had uh, turkey, and I'm currently drinking one of the nicest drinks you'll ever find. It's a uh, sugar-free red monster, and it is nice. uh, it's watermelon lamb. So, so, so no, no roughage whatsoever. No, fuck roughage. I am actually taking additives. I've got um, ox bile um, tablets and I've got uh, liver tablets and all these other little additives because uh, I don't really like eating. I'm just easy weird every four hours. But that's enough about me and my diet. How, how have you been with your new job and life? How's it all going? Got any new books for the collection behind you? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't, unfortunately. Um, I, um, I sadly moved into the realms of audio uh, audiobooks. Um, yeah, ever, ever since I stopped working at the Arsenal and I didn't have that uh, that hour long commute in, I'd stopped kind of reading, mm. um, reading reading uh, books. But you know, the, the new job's going well, mate. Uh, thank you. Um, yeah, just a lot to learn and a lot to do. But yeah, getting on with it, getting do, doing the business. You know, enjoy enjoying the working from home uh, sessions that they've had me doing as well, which is always nice. Ah, oh, so it's basically it's just you. Um, doing what they did in Little Britain and going, ah, computer says no. Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you realise what utter morons people are when it comes to computers and stuff. Yeah, it does. Well, I, I knew that to be fair even before I started this. Uh, this uh, this thing, people um, deleting stuff from Excel spreadsheets and people don't know what a browser is and all that sort of stuff. It's it's good fun actually. These people should be in the bin. <laughs> not allowed to touch technology. How are we feeling about the Arsenal at the moment? There, you go. how long are we into the show? Three minutes and eighteen seconds, and already we're talking about the Arsenal, which is a, which is probably a good thing. How are you feeling about it at the moment? Um, I'm in not in a terrible place, to be honest with you. Hmm. Um, yeah, not in a not in a a, a terrible place. I think um, like those three free defeats. Uh, on the bounce were a bit disconcerting but I think like my thing was apart from the Fulham game which we were absolute dog shit in like the the other games that we lost like it we played for the most part we played all right in them like we were creating chances we just couldn't finish our dinner 
So I think if all three games had been like the Fulham game, I think then I'd be down in the dumps and I'd be pissed off and annoyed kind of thing. But generally, you know, I'm I'm in an okay place to be honest with you. I I, I you know, it's um you can't win every game, I guess. And um, let's say we we are swimming up tide against you know a team with 115. Uh, charges uh, uh, to their name, so uh, life is always going to be difficult. So you just take the wins when you when you when you can. So yeah, no, I'm I'm actually I'm not in. I, I heard I heard something on the it was on the Arsenal Visual podcast where um one of the guys said about spiraling people spiraling and stuff like that. I'm I've not been to be honest. I've I think I'm in a fairly decent decent place. Could be better. You know, we could we could want, you know, those guys who, you know, like Martinelli, like Saka, like Erdegaard, who last year were flying and, and you know, converting goals left, right and centre. But, you know, I think I think if we really click and we, we proper click and we start scoring goals and we start finishing chances more than we should, and we're in the position we are in at the minute and things can get better... Like, mate, I'm all for it. I think if you know, if you if we look at it like you know, last season we had like a, an amazing start and then it tailed off towards the end. But you know, but this this year it's kind of almost reversed. We have a bit of a sticky start it, by our last season's standards. But if we can push on for the next part, of the, the uh, next part of the season, mate, I, I, I think we'll all be happy come uh, come May. So you haven't made yourself, uh, knitted yourself an Arteta out scarf or any, any other that <laughs> No, I haven't. I haven't subscribed to Lee Gunner or I haven't. Um, What's yeah, that? Yeah. Oh, you'd think that they'd have died off. They're, they're, they're cockroaches. You'd think they'd have died off a little bit well, of the last season and that lot. But they've managed that. Like, like a turd on the bottom of your shoe, you think you've got it all off. <laughs> But then a tiny, weeny bit of it, you find it a year and a half later and it's it's all dried and crusted. That's what these people are. And it's amazing yeah. they managed to nick a living between the, the, the dark days of the end of uh, end of Emery and the beginning of Arteta. And then we've had two, two and a half years of, yeah, this is good, this is going places. And they've managed that. You can see they're clinging on with their fucking toenails. Because because they're animals, they don't have fingernails, and and they're, they're doing it. And they're, they're still there. How have they managed to survive all this time with their negativity? And then they've gone. Oh, hello, three in a row. Right, I'm back. It's back on. Well, even a broken clock is right twice a day. But I mean, it, it's just a grift, isn't it? It's just a it's just a scam. It's just it's it's just clicks and likes. It's just engagements, and you know. It's the thing. It's just it, that that's all it is to me, kind of thing. But um, you know, I'm gonna say I'm 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 I've always been a, a, a much more positive. I know that sounds like I'm I'm bigging myself up, kind of thing. But I'm I I don't get too down in the dumps. Yeah, it's annoying. I get pissed off, and if Arsenal lose, it ruins my weekend. But you know, I'm not calling for people's heads left, right, and centre. I just I don't have the energy to do all that bollocks. Truth be told. Australia, uh, the mongoose. Hello there. I he's uh, from the Gold Coast. Day, could be a she, could be an alien. I don't really care um, which one you are. I'm just glad that you're here. Um, a friend of mine who's uh, is on Twitch. Um, 
what is his name? Crips. And he's he was doing a thing where he was uh, playing. Everybody in the, the Twitch stream had to pick a team of the Aussie Rolls. And I said, all right, I'll pick my team. I went around and had a look at all the stadiums in Aussie Rolls. And I picked the Gold Coast because a friend of mine lives there. And then I thought, I like the stadium. Kind of like the kit. So I'm officially a Gold Coast or something or sons or i don't know but yeah that was about two years ago and they laughed at me because apparently the gold coast team are absolutely shit so i thought i'd share that little ditty with you and they one of the new franchises that have been like relocated from other other um other towns that didn't want to play like, like nrl Oh, I don't. I have no idea. Uh, they say I'm English, but it's Australia Day today. So big up, big up the Titans. Is that what they're called? Gold Coast Titans. I never would have got that. Yeah. So I mean, I'd love to live in Australia, apart from their uh, dodgy, dodgy government. With uh, get in your cage and stay there, just in case you've got to sneeze. Right, dig a hole, putting you in a hole. Can't go talking about that. Um, I was thinking about the transfer windows. The, I'm going to go through everybody. The, it's, uh, we are 25 days into the transfer window. Let's have a look and see the big transfers in the Premier League. I'm going to list them all. This might take me quite some time, Rich. You might want to put your feet up. Radu no Dragusen, Genoa to the to the scum, 25 million. Uh, Claudio Echeverri from River Plate to Man City, 12 million. He's a child. And then what else is there? The Damari Gray, Everton till Al Etifak which I think is the team where Steven Gerrard runs. That's 8 million. What else? No, that, no, no. That, that was in September. Fuck that. Uh, 20th of January, uh, Boca Juniors to Brighton, Valentino Barco, 7.8 million. And then uh, Gustavo Scrapper, Forrest to back to Brazil for 4 million. And then Adrian, uh, unpronounceable, from unpronounceable to Brighton for 2.5 million. There you go. We've had one, two, three, four, five transfers. And of those five transfers, one, two, three, four were into the Premier League that have actually cost money that they've been able to, to do something about. This is on Wikipedia. So two of them have been to Brighton. They're probably kids. They're going to turn out to be wonders at Chelsea. They're going to pay £100 million for each. Another kid to Man City. And then a, a grown man going to Spurs. But and that's it. Um. Are you? Have you got any ideas other than the FF? Is there another three-letter word which they are now using rather than FFP to explain the current mess in the transfer world? Because th there is no domino to fall, is there? To start it all off, it is broken. People are scared. Yeah, I, I think I think the the Everton Forest thing is kind of maybe shit people up a little bit, and. Um, and people are maybe trying to uh, keep their powder dry. Not keep their powder dry, but kind of not taking the gambles that they, they kind of would before. I think if they thought they'd get a fine or something like that, but a points deduction. Hmm. Because although although Everton have been okay with this point deduction, if this had happened last year, <laughs> relegation, mate. Um, so I think I think teams are being a little bit more uh, calm. And also, it's... it's, it's I mean, it feels like it's only just open, but it's like it's we're on the twenty fifth. Like, still got six days um, left. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, it doesn't feel like <sighs> much is going to happen or do. You know, you've got it doesn't it doesn't help. Also, you've got the Asia Cup and the the Afcon going on at the same time as well. This 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 January. 
um i think that that slows down things considerably but i, I do think i think it's the, the 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 ffp talk i think it's um it's making people move a little bit more cautiously than they uh, they would normally um i know like did you see that thing that old um ornstein um said about arsenal this year about how like said so we're, we're doing soddle in january because literally because we're skirting close to that uh look at him look at all those <laughs> lovely uh that we're skirting close to the um to the ffp line uh but you know we'll be okay for the summer kind of thing um which i thought was 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 fairly interesting but um 11.9 million mm. i heard someone say or read you're not gonna get you're not gonna get much there for eleven point nine million, are you? You're not even gonna get a, a rubbish player for eleven million. No, 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 no. Barely get you fish and chips these days. Yeah, I'm just looking back at previous transfer windows. Last uh, last season, twenty for January bought Trossard for twenty one. Three days later, bought Kivior for seventeen, and then transfer deadline day bought Jorginho for twelve. So that was. 38 40 50 that's 51 million we spent last transfer window damn winter transfer window 21 22 mm. um in the transfer window we bought two players lino susa from west brom and aston trusty from colorado rapids um both pointless oh, well one of them was the other one we don't know yet and then in 2021 omar rekic from hertha berlin uh i think he's out on loan at the moment and he scored a goal he's just been recorded he just been recalled from Wigan, I think, didn't he? He is indeed at Wigan. He was there last season as well. Was he there last season? 22, 23? No, yeah, but I think, I, think he's, I think he's been recalled, eh? Hmm. Well, it seems like quite a few of them have been recalled. Anyway, he's a, he's a half-decent player, Tunisian international. So that was half a million pound from Hertha Berlin uh, last uh, two seasons ago. And then 1920, we didn't buy a single player in the January transfer window. Um, are you surprised by any of that lot? Because looking back, I'm going to have a look at 1819. I think it might, might have been the year with the Obama Yang uh, transfers in. No, none the year before that either. So this uh, this image that we've got that Arsenal are going to go out and refresh the entire squad. Most years we've we've really bought nothing apart from maybe a couple of kids, but kids. Mm. But then last season is I suppose you always you always remember what was the most recent thing, don't you? To go and buy three players yeah. like that. Not heard. Of. I mean, to be to be honest, I'd forgotten. I mean, I remembered we we bought Trossard because there was there was the whole thing of um, uh, Mudrick showing us his knickers for an entire the entirety of December, um, and then us a, a poor geezer. I bet he's absolutely Well, I'm sure his bank account is okay, but I bet he's absolutely regretting that decision of being <clears throat> money balled into. Um, the uh the, the the old villainous Chelsea FC. Um but yeah I, I forgot we got Kivio and, and then we got we got um Trossard. uh Jose, no no I, I remember Trossard because I said because it was he was the alternative to Mudrick but I'd forgotten about Jorginho. Um I forgot that they both of those guys came in them um, in, in January but um yeah it's 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 it, it's always it's always generally difficult to do much in uh, in January just because of, you know, like teams who are halfway through a season and if any players are playing well, they either want to keep them or they want absolute silly money for the, for the players. 
and it's just it's not kind of economically worth it see it's it's to me it doesn't say I'm not surprised that there's been a couple of seasons where we've bought nobody or we've just bought you know a couple of youngsters that maybe we might be able to turn a bit of profit on down the line and stuff like that I'm I'm, I'm kind of not surprised by it to be honest with you um but yeah I just say I I, I I knew I knew going into the start of the thing I, I knew considering the, the amount of outlay that we had done in the summer I knew we weren't going to do much in um in January it is but with the yeah, a lot of people are saying in the chat at the moment you've got um who else said it? uh Rudy said party is back and then he said party's back is a big uh, a big boost uh, the mongoose says party actually back that's a positive do we know if he is actually back because if i go to my my oh so many well, he's, he's arsenal arsenal posted a load of um pictures of him saying welcome back thomas he is he is the proverbial you know Wenger always used to say it like like a new signing um he he's very much like that um I say hopefully he can go the rest of the season um, nice and fit. But, you know, hopefully he doesn't his hamstring don't turn into dust like Thanos has just snapped some fucking his fingers to it. But because um, he's such a he's such a good player, part and he's so pivotal to the way that we've played and the way we transition. I'm I, party the player. I'm such a big fan of. It's just such a shame that his career with us has just coincided with his body seemingly falling apart right and and right when we needed him most kind of thing you know i did these little things uh this one is called for people at home on the bus having a poo um i've done one of those um uh, for jeff uh Formation things, rearing goals, Saliba and Gabriel White and Zinchenko at the back. He's had that most of the season. Midfield, Havertz, Rice and Erdegaard. That's kind of been what I think his favourite midfield when people, when, when party isn't there and up front. Martinelli, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus uh, and Saka. He's had that all season. But I think, is that, I've, I've now changed Havertz for party. Is that what you think that um, um, Arteta's favourite formation would be? Because maybe swap party for Rice. But I suppose during the game, party and Rice would automatically swap positions, wouldn't they? But he's not mm. had that as a starting eleven all season. And would you say that is, is that his aim? Because there's no Havertz in there. There's no Timber in there. And there's no um, Tommy Ashu in there. So it makes you wonder who who's back up, who's spare. And now that we're only in two competitions... Well, it's, the, the the beauty of it is, is is when you when everybody is fit, that these guys are somewhat interchangeable. Mm. You know, like that 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 team that we started the the um, the charity shield uh, with. You know, with, with Timber at left back, Havertz up top, Party, Rice, and Erdegaard. You know, I I thought that was we looked. I thought we looked really decent that day, and and I thought. Havertz looked really decent that day for his little cameo that, you know, that's his physicality, his ability to, to bring others into the, into the game uh, and stuff like that. And then, you know, you, but you, you interchange that and it's, you know, horses for courses and stuff like that. You know, you, 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 you want to put that extra body into midfield. You've got someone like Zinchenko that can, to can uh, come in. You want someone a bit more defensive minded. You want to go up against, 
a a fullback who's going to cut in on their left hand side, you can put Tommy Asu in there. You know, they come inside on his right foot all day long. So I think it's when you know if we're all fit, then you've got all those 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 bonds there to 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 interchange, and you can try different things. And when you know when when Gabriel has run himself into the ground because he you know he plays every minute of the game like it's his last you know you can take him off and you can bring in um bring in Havertz and 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 go a little bit more direct you know it's it's horses for courses and stuff like that it's just it's been such a shame that you know fucking uh, before the first half of Forest uh, Timber does his ACL you know and then party I think what what did he get to? Did he even get to late September before his let's say his, his thing went? And he was, we haven't seen him for half a season. So it's just, you know, and look, we're not the only ones. The, the amount of football that that the players have to play um, these days and be as competitive and as highly highly strung as they are, like muscle wise and fitness wise, we're not the only ones that, that suffering like shit ton of uh, injuries. It's always going to happen, but. Yeah, I, th- I think my let's say party, party and uh, Rice in that that Jacker role kind of thing that he, he had because and I feel bad for for Rice because he's not. I think that's what he was maybe brought in to do, cunning or at least be the say the party thing. But he's not been able to to have a, a big run in that position and learn that position and get better experience in that position because he's he's had to drop back and fill in for Partey earlier than probably um, we would have liked. If you heard me say the words bollocks when Richard was talking, that was because I accidentally brought, I was deleting all the old pictures and I actually accidentally clicked on it rather than delete. I brought it up on the screen. I wasn't poo pooing Richard's wise words. Party stats. He used to play, I didn't, I forgot about this. First game beat Forest 2 1, 90 minutes right back. Second game beat Palace 1 0, right back 90 minutes. Next game, Fulham, right back 56 minutes and then came off. Um, groin injury for the next four games. Came back against Man City in the DM role, played 15 minutes and then went off. Now, on, but did he come on for 15 or did he? Did he? Um, I'll scroll down again. Oh, he came on for the last 15 minutes. Chelsea was benched, not squad, not squad, and then hamstring injury for the rest of the season. Um, yeah, he played against Man City in the Charity Shield. He played DM, played 90 minutes, and uh. Yeah, so twice he's played against Man City this season and twice he's played quite well. Um, we haven't lost. So that, that would be um, a huge a huge um, signing, like if we did get him back for the second part of the season. Because we've seen that Man City are vulnerable. I mean, I think they've lost four games already this season. I think Liverpool are the team that I'm most worried about on current form. But then when you've got players like um, Erdegaard, no, not Erdegaard, uh, De Bruyne and Haaland coming back from Man City, it's almost mm-hmm. going to do like they did last season once we were, we'd were we been top of the league for about most of the year. And then they went, right, yeah, I hold my beer. And then they didn't lose a single game for the rest of the season, most of which were wins. And you think, oh, God, uh, you can't compete against that. I was on a... Um, I was on, uh, uh, what's his name, a podcast on Sunday, Luca. And he's got his own podcast. We're talking on there. And uh, we're just being quite negative about it. And then I said, well, if you look at the facts, if you made a date, if you made a spreadsheet or a database, you went, right, best manager, Pep, Klopp, and then a handful of others. So we're not, we haven't got the best manager. Most money, whether it be Pep, and then it'd be Chelsea, and then it'd be Klopp, 
and then maybe we'd be we'd be fourth place. We haven't got the most money. The best squad of players, well, Man City first, Liverpool and us are probably second. So when you take all those things into into consideration, are people expecting too much from this from a manager who's only in his fourth season as a manager? Because I think we can't win no matter what we do. Because back when Man City and Chelsea were buying stuff, you'd go, oh, with um, Juan Mata, well, we'll, pay, we'll buy you for 40 million and we'll pay you 100 grand a week. Chelsea went 150 grand a week. And then you go, well, we can't, we can't beat them on wages. And then you get gazumped when it comes to the transfer fees. So do you think that third is properly all we can expect from this team? Because last season they kind of... You know, tickled us a little bit too much, and you know, made us believe in fairies. Um, I think no, I don't think third is the, is the best we can hope for. I think you know <clears throat> we, we're challenging. We're not that you know. At what we're five points behind Liverpool? Is that something like that? That's you know that can be made up fairly easily. You know that that you know we beat them. You know, in in a, in a couple of games time, we when we play them at the Emirates, we beat them in there. That's a that's a, a massive uh, a fixture that can be turned around. Is but I, I do agree with what you're saying in the sense of, you know, I said the resources and everything. Not that we're you know crying poor mouth here because we've just spent in the summer we spent a hundred million on on Declan Rice, but I mean. But like I said their overall resources and how far ahead of us they are in the game. When you think of, you know, like you know these De Bruyne's, um, Edison, Diaz, Carl Walker, John Stones, um, you know how long these guys have have been at that team. Same with, um, same with Liverpool. You know, I, I I I'm fairly certain I was one of the few at the start of the season when we did our um our predictions. That I I said that Liverpool were gonna they're gonna be right up there um, again kind of thing. Um, I think they they've obviously made some really really smart signings and like Shabosai and stuff like that. But you know we're there or thereabouts, and we're there or thereabouts when we haven't massively clicked. Um, you know I think I, I saw a stat somewhere today that um, like chance creation wise. You know, we're. I think we're doing better than I think better than Liverpool. Um, not by many, but I think like one or two or something silly like that. It's just that we let's say we're not clicked and we're not finishing. So, you know, if we did get into a run of form where it is like, you know, we had last season with the the finishing and stuff like that, you know, we can really really compete and we can compete now. I think people are, are a little bit not spoiled. That might be a bit going a bit too far, but a bit um let's say we you know overexcited because we kind of got here almost like a season too early. Um and I also think there's like a, a bit of rose-tinted glasses from last season. Like last season, yeah, we were picking up points left, right, and center, but you know, there was a lot of you know hair and scaring games and a lot more it was a lot more open because nobody no none of the other team teams in the first part of the season expected us to do much we we you know we were we were outsiders for the top four let alone a team that for 90 percent of the league were going to be top so you know whereas this season everybody's fearful of us everybody's scared of us everybody's doing their homework everybody is sitting in low blocks and like it's you know 
and it's just a different obstacle for us to overcome. It's, it's you know, it's a different thing for us to do. You know, it's it, and that's why I think, you know, we, we bought the players that we did to try and get a bit more controlling games and 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 have a bit more possession and 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 rather than them being a little bit more basketball-y and end-to-end. But literally, as I think, as Arteta said in one of the end games, he wants like to kill teams off with, you know, 10,000 passes of wherever he was. I'm, maybe I'm misquoting him kind of thing. But, um, you know, I think that's what he would do. But I, I, think, I think people, I think it's like a, a, a mixed bag and there's like a, a load of different factors going into that. I think it's, you know, the way opposition are, are, are combating us and, and treating us and reacting to us. I think the you know a little bit the fact that we're not clicking as well as we did last season, but also I think the the, the expectation and you know like I said that rose tinted glasses from last season because it wasn't yeah it was fun and it was great and it was exciting because we we never expected uh, to be in that position but it wasn't as straightforward and blowing teams away as much as we remember yeah. if that makes any sense. Yeah, there was some uh, a few dodgy parts last season. Um, Liam Greyhurst is here. Hello, Liam. And also Dejan is turned up. Liam says, if all first 11, hold on, the first, oh, if all first 11 are fit, I think we can go toe to toe with City or Liverpool. Our problem is once injuries or lack of form take hold, it really hurts us. The lack of mm. squad depth really shows. I mean, we've lost our Zinchenko's been in and out. We've lost our star new fullback. And then uh, part, um, Party has had to play it right back, which is uh, not really good. And then White has been, looks like he's been carrying an injury all season. And who else is there? Jesus is constantly in and out of fitness, which means he can't get his match fitness back. Um, Saka, no, I think at one point Saka this season was carrying a bit of an injury, wasn't it? We've just had absolutely no luck. Why can't they mm. all just become asthmatic and need those special asthma uh, asthma pumps? Wouldn't that wouldn't that fix a lot of problems? I, I think it, I think it definitely would get the get the old Klopp uh, asthma pumps out. Um, that stat was ridiculous. Um, yeah, and let's say hopefully they'd all um, get into the hyperbaric chambers or the old horse placenta. What wasn't that? Wasn't that the old cure back in the day? Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, getting the old horse percenter out, and um, yeah, yeah it's, it's to say. I, but I think it's it, every team has has kind of been like that, you know. Like I think, you know, you look at all the injuries that Brighton and Newcastle um, have had and stuff like that. So you know, we're not alone. But you know, where is Liverpool and uh, Man City are much farther along in their squad building than than we've been they can cope with it and maybe a little bit better. But I mean, you know, look at last season with Liverpool. Um, they had a shocker, had loads of injuries and stuff like that. And they, they fell out of the, the, the place for the Champions League and they're, 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 they're in the Europa League. So, I mean, like that's how quick things can change and things like that. So, yeah, I say I'm not, I'm not, I'm not too, I'm not too down on it, man. I'm not too, I'm not too down. I'm, I'm still fairly building. positive. Mm. Um, Des Moran, hello Des, says Liverpool fall away, but if we, uh, fall away, but if we can get our first eleven out, we will challenge. But the boring industrial petrodollar conglomerate, unfortunately, will still win it. So, yeah, 
Dejan says, I would be lucky if we finish third place and get quarterfinals of the Champions League this season. And Mr. Boblex says, uh, both Saka and Ben White have been carrying injuries. You, know, you can see that. Plus, their interactions down that right wing hasn't been all that that brilliant. Rudy says, they're carrying niggles, not injuries. Yeah, all of a much of a muchness. Um, someone here said that, uh, Ross, Russ said that Liverpool spent £130 million on two forwards. There was something in the WhatsApp group. I think it's the one that you're in because there's 205 of them. Uh, for people at home on the bus, walking the dogs, putting the dishwasher on, this is from at XGFORM on the Twitters. And it says, top five expected goals under performers, Premier League's worst finishers. First place, Kai Havertz. Seven goals with an XG of 12.78, which means they expected him to score 13. So he's he's down by six. Patrick Bamford, oh, it must be last season, actually, because um, Patrick Bamford isn't currently playing in the Premier League. So, Josh, when you said, is this last season or this season, being a championship hipster, you let yourself down there, son. Bamford should have had 10 and he scored four. Eddie Nketiah should have had nine and he scored. I think I changed his surname there. Should have had nine and he had four. Darwin Nunes should have had 14 and he had nine. And Jesus should have had 16 and he had 11. So out of the top five worst expected goals to actual goals last season, we have three of them at the club. And you're, if for people at home and on the bus, you can see Richard is grimacing like he's just put his feet in a bucket of cold water. Yeah, we have mm. three of the worst XG performing strikers in the Premier League. However, Kai Havertz was used as a striker at Chelsea last season. Um, what do you think about that? Do you think maybe Arteta should have looked into these kind of stats? I mean, no, new is certainly out, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, again, Nunes was was another one where it was. It, he's he's similar to like I I imagine him, he would be up there in that ilk if it was especially if it was done this season as as, as well. But like you know, he's, he's he. You could take into different factors and see the thing is Gabriel Jesus and and Inketia and even um, Kai Havertz, them performing a bit shit on their XG, you can kind of get away with if they're still scoring the odd goals, but then you're, you're spreading the other goals around like Martinelli getting, you know, over 10 goals and Granit Xhaka getting like 13 goals or whatever it was. Uh, Erdegaard getting 15 goals. Um, Saka getting, uh, I can't remember how many goals he got and stuff like that. So it's, it's fine when you're dotting it, dotting it about, but when everything else dries up, and you've got these guys whose finishing is less than clinical, that is a serious issue and a serious problem. But, you know, it, say the, the, those strikers don't grow on trees. They you know, say they cost plenty of money. And, you know, a, a lot of the time, and maybe that's that, that you can, that's a, a stick to beat Arteta with, is in, you know, giving Inketia that new contract and stuff like that. You know, where's where's the people that are coming in to buy in Ketia and stuff like that? That's that's the other issue to, to make room in that squad. Um but yeah, that, that it's, it's grim reading when you're when you're looking at that and you're like, oh shit, three of the top five are currently in our squad. Um that's uh, that is not great. Not great at all. Like Liam says, I do hate XG stats. I think it's bollocks. Although <clears throat> 
bought Sean a private plate for Christmas because her, her name is spelled S-I-A-N. We've got S-1-4 and then N, and then the last two letters are XG. And I hate XG. So her plate says, Sean, how, how, um, how noncy is that? Anyway, she loves <laughs> it. Uh, Rudy says, this, this season isn't over. We can still do some madness. Uh, Rudy, if you wanted some madness there, that would be nice. Um, Boy10 says, we should be prepping for next season right now. Blood Waters and Sousa. Give Manoire some experience. Even let Cozy Dubry, 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 kick some uh, ball ahead of Saka and Nelson. What do you think about the, um, the fact that if I read you a little, a few stats here, I'll need to change this to to Premier League. Um, click display of transfermarket.com. They spelt market wrong, but uh, that's up to them. Right. In the squad this season, um, we have, I brought this up last time. Lewis Skelly, Premier League only, has been on the bench unused once. Manwari unused once. Bradley Ibrahim unused once. Charles Sargo unused once. Carl uh, Hine doesn't count. He's a goalkeeper. Rule Waters five times never used, um, and then uh, Tom Canton took a lot of. Uh, is is really excellent journalist, and his stuff is really worth reading. But he said is we did an article, a little bit clickbaity, I think. But he stood up to it with his um, in the in the comments on Twitter that he said uh, Arteta is giving youth a chance. How is Arteta giving youth a chance when not a single youth player has played a Premier League game this season? And even if you go and you can't use the likes of Smith Rowe, 23, Saka, 22, you can't have that in your stats as giving youth a chance, can you? He's doing absolutely bugger all of blooding the youth, as people like to say. It's rubbish. Yeah, I mean, where where are they supposed to get these minutes from, though? That's 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 the thing. Like, five, you know, um, against uh, Sheffield United, five nil against uh, Palace, four nil against two teams. Huh? But did he need to bring Martinelli on at three nil up? No, I suppose not. But he needs to need to bring in um, Smith Rowe. You need to bring on, like, say, uh, Jorginho. You need if if Vieira was in that squad, you know, you've got Vieira. I think the the the, the crack thing is the fact that we keep getting drawn, especially in like the League Cup against Premier League. Like for the last couple of years, we keep getting drawn against Premier League teams. Mm. Um, so we kind of have to put like a strongest strongish. Um, thing, but you know, it's you, you, you can't put Nyanwari, uh, how do you pronounce his name? Apologies, um, on the pitch in front of Reese Nelson because Reese Nelson needs to get minutes, you know, or you know, Trossard, or you know, it's 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 harsh because of where we are. Like I said, it was Venge used to do it back in the day because I said he would literally all the League Cup games. Would be your, your Fabregas's, your your Framaridas, your you know all your, your youngsters and stuff like that. But you, yeah. like I said, we're we're kind of we've been unlucky. I think we've got like Brighton and um, West Ham. I think in the in the in the cups in the League Cup, I and mean, that kind of negates like you know the being able to use um, use the youth use the Utes, um, which is like really, really frustrating. And then like, you know, in the Champions League, 
all right, maybe in like one, one let's say once we we qualified, maybe he could have pushed the boat out and and done some stuff there and put some some youngsters out out there. But it's 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 hard because you know you what you put these these kids out there and they have a disaster class or something goes wrong and you fucking ruin these kids. Um, so it's it's not as cut and dry and easy as just oh throw them in there and throw them in there and I suppose the difference that you could do is you blood like one at a time mm. so you're not throwing all of them on at the same and, and throwing them all in the deep end because i think that was one of the things that we've like hello Holly, we've like one of the um the europa league thing last season where we was you know the team is a bit disjointed because you start you throw in too many guys that are not of the level and not and not of the, the the first team squad and hoping not deadwood but hoping for a lot that they to, to gel is going to be hard but if you introduce one player into the first team with Erdegaard with Saka with Jesus with Declan Rice you know it might be more beneficial for them um uh, Russ says Arteta's record in cups is pretty bad regardless we lost if you um Number of cup games per season, domestic cup. This last this season three, we had two in the League Cup, one in the FA Cup. Last season three, two in the FA Cup, one in the League Cup. Now those back-to-back seasons of three games, we've only ever done that once in Arsenal history since 1960 odd when the Premier when when the, the League Cup was invented. Only once have we only played three domestic League Cup um, cup games in a season, and that was 1975, I think it was. So, I mean, to do that back-to-back seasons is is unacceptable. But, um, right, a little bit of stats here to back up my case. Against Crystal Palace, youths on the bench, we only had Walters. And then we were we were 3-0 up after an hour. And then he brought on Enketia and Kivior in 81st minute. He could have brought um, Walters on for, uh, instead of one of those two, maybe instead of Eddie. And then Lons, we beat them 6-0. And on the bench, we had Manoire and Lewis Skelly. And we were 5-0 up at uh, uh, 46 minutes. You're not going to come back from 5-0 up. And then he brought on Ben. He brought on. He brought on Ben White, Kivior, Nelson, Jorginho, and Nketiah. Could have bought either, should have bought one or two of those on at that point. 5-0 against Sheffield United. We didn't have any use on the bench, so couldn't do anything then. Bournemouth, 4-0 away. We didn't have any on the bench, any kids. And the final big one, we were winning quite easily, 4-0 PSV. 4-0 up after 70 minutes, um, didn't have any on the bench. But the, the classic one that people will say is the final Champions League game, which was uh, at PSV Eindhoven. They, we were going to, we won the group. They were going to come second. Mm. And then it didn't start any of them. I mean, I always go back to the, if you've got a player who's played one game for Arsenal, you've never heard of him. That means he played against Olympiacos in this last game of the Champions League group stage. <laughs> he had Hein on the bench, Raya, Zinchenko, Manwari, Saka, Sousa and Walters. Why didn't he bring any of those on? I mean, we scored on 42. They scored on 50. 89th minute, bringing on Smithrow and Jesus. Uh, what is the absolute point of bringing those two on in the 89th minute? For the last five minutes of the game, the game's over. Just go and, and, and give some of the kids a chance. I know, um, uh, boy. I agree with you on that one. I like, Especially the Lons one. 
but it's the same. Oh, yeah, I completely agree. If you look at Barcelona last weekend, they started two 16-year-olds, one at centre-back, one at right wing. I mean, he just doesn't trust them, which is annoying because when you need a player, I mean, just imagine if, if um, Emery hadn't trusted Saka, Martinelli, Nelson, Smith-Rowe, Willock, they may not have not have become the players they've become today in the, that um, Europa League um, Cup run. I mean, when I'm playing football manager, uh, I always like to refer back to this. I always give my young players time. I've got, um, with the ABWFC, I've got an under-18 side with about 30 players. I've got an under-21 side with about another 20 players. And I like to give as many players uh, a chance as I do. And I've just found a young man who is a regen. He's a one-star with a future of a 1.5-star um, he was a Nigerian and uh, can't remember, he's, well, he's a regen. And so I played him. I mean, if you think of a one-star player, you think there's no point playing it. It's never going to do it. He came on last season. He played five um, games coming on as a, scar, a sub and scored four goals. And then you think, oh, but my main striker's a three and a three, three-star, three-star. And so I did it again this season. He's played another four or five games and he's gone and got another three or four goals. So I've renamed him Kevin Campbell and changed it to Kevin Campbell's photo. <laughs> I'm doing that with my regens. I've got Andre, Andre Arshavin and Kevin Campbell at the moment. And so that's what I do. And then you can never know, you might find a gem. I mean, if if um, uh, Emery hadn't have started playing Saka at left-back, left-wing-back, do you think we'd have had the Saka we've got today? Because he's only 22 and some players it, don't get any chances. It's weird that Arteta doesn't look at that, and it, it makes me a little bit sad, Rich. Well, yeah, no, I, I I can see that, and I can I can understand that. I um, let's say it's, it's um, dog's name. Rudy says dog name. Holly, Holly. Yeah, she's uh, yeah, like like uh, like uh, the head in uh, in um, Red Dwarf. Ah, uh, cool. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I I can understand that that um. That rationality and, and I say there's there's not been that many that that have come through, but I mean like you know it's almost a thing if if they're good enough they'll they'll come through and they'll make it uh, and they'll force your hand. Um, like I say, you you've got Ethan. I think is the is the the main standout and stuff like that. But I, it's I don't say I don't I don't I uh, apart from following George Bird, I don't know massive amounts of the academy um uh, the academy lot and stuff like that so i can't really can't really comment on it too thing i, I suppose i so said when you when you hit with the facts of and the stats of you know that those four nils and five couple of those five nils i uh, maybe could have brought a, a couple of them on but it's, we've also got you know so you've got to give minutes to 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 reach the, the reese nelsons the the smith bros the kiviors the you know trossards and stuff like that yeah. because when when it comes when it comes time to shit or get off the, get on the pot when, you know, or if Saka gets injured, you know, you, the, the next up on the conveyor belt is your Nelson, you know, Gabriel goes down the next, but you're not going to play Raul, you're going to play Kivior, you're going to play a Polish international. Um, but I suppose if they're never given the chance, how do you know if they're going to be, you know, um, good or not, or up to standard? I mean, I don't know how well he's doing, um, or how many games when Yeri's played like in the um, for the under 18s and the under 23s or whatever it is. Um, same with like say Raul Waters and, and things like that. I, I don't know the, the the ins and outs of it. I, you know, I don't see them 
um, day in day out training, and I, I don't I don't follow the or watch any of the um, the youth team games. This is hard to kind of comment, really. Yeah, um, talking of our youth players, I was going to say the likes of Patino is out on loan doing wonders at Man at, at Swansea, and then just as I'm about to say, it, the Sasky Guna says uh, they're getting smashed. Uh, Bournemouth five. Swansea nil at halftime, <laughs> and Patino is playing the left eight uh, behind the main striker of Yates. Yeah, they've got five different goal scorers. Uh, David Brooks has got two goals and uh, two uh, two assists and a goal. Um, Alex Scott who's got a goal and an assist, and Dominic Solanke has got a goal and an assist. Yeah, looks like they're absolutely destroying them. And in fact, they brought they brought their they bought Solanke and Kelly off at halftime. That's how easy that is. But mm. do you think the likes of... Did, did, um, Patino, did Patino get his start under Arteta? He I did, didn't he? He made his debut and scored a goal in his debut, didn't he, in the League mm. Cup? Mm. Um, do you think these young players, because we've seen it all over a lot of the time now, it's money, money, money. We've seen the, um, uh, the bloke who went to Chelsea, Amari Hutchinson, I think Hutchinson. it was, gone there for the, for the money, and now he's been farmed out. I think he's at Ipswich or something like that. Are these mm. young players like Patino in my football manager? He's he's a regular starter for Arsenal in 2028. Um, also, I was had my name, my good name, uh, besmirched, uh, Russ Morgan. How dare you, sir? I have done six seasons, all six invincible from the start of the game. I'm 120 games unbeaten. I'm now in the 14th <laughs> tier of the of English football. So, you, sir, you'll be hearing from my solicitor. Oh, oh, Stan is there. Um, Rudy says, there are many games where we could have given the youngsters a chance, but we didn't manage to put games to bed when we should have done. And that's a story we've been over and over and over. Um, Boy 10 says, Patino has gotten um, a debut. Same as Balogun. Patino wanted to play football and Arteta couldn't tell him where he would get the minutes. So do you think this... Uh, oh, Boy 10's also put... Patino is outscoring Hutchinson last I checked. Hutchinson is playing... Oh, yeah, playing the second position at Ipswich. Um, is he getting minutes at Ipswich? I know, like they're they're flying high, aren't they? They're in Ipswich, they're, they're doing really, really well. I shall go and have a look. But when these players come to renewing their contracts, do you think this is going to affect them? The fact that they've had virtually fuck all football and they've just sat on the bench the entire time, and they're not even doing that great in the under 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 twenty one and under eighteens leagues. I don't think I mean, they're doing all right, but they're not doing the kind of stuff that you would be expecting. While I go and look up how many minutes, oh, it is switch a second. Yeah, so I mean, I know they were do they're doing really, really well. I'm playing like really supposedly they're playing like really, really good football, which Amari, I'm sure will. Amari has started seven games, came on as a sub in nineteen games, nine hundred and thirty-one minutes, two goals, two assists. Yeah, and no, I say I, I, I'm. That's why I'm. I'm a bit surprised that more players maybe haven't gone out on loan um, this January. I think because um, I say I just I just think like sometimes it would say where where we are is so so precarious because for as well as we are doing and that you know we're we're not guaranteed a top four place at the minute. Um, so like the games are so precarious and the amount of games w- that we've that we've, you know, only won by the odd goal kind of thing. It kind of, it's, it's so difficult and hard to, to, um, to give players um, those minutes and stuff like that. So it's, it's always going to be difficult. I think, yeah, again, I, I, I say I'm a bit surprised. Come on, carry on. 
Like I said, I, I think I'm a bit surprised that they, that, you know, more players haven't been mooted with with going out and getting uh, loan deals and and getting minutes to play uh, to play adult football. You know, maybe they're just not ready for that. Uh, that now, you know, maybe like the odd game and here and there might be okay, especially like home games and that where they can be a bit more protected and stuff like that. But you know, going off to to League Two or the bottom of the Championship or League One and stuff like that, where you're coming up against hardened adults who will absolutely rip through you at a, a moment's yeah, notice. Yeah. Probably not the yeah yeah, probably not the the most I- ideal thing for for a 16 year old child um, straight away kind of thing. But um, yeah, and I, 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 I the youngster thing, I, I'm not too let's see disheartened as of yet with with what Arteta's doing. I think I'm more perturbed by, and I think someone put it in the chat, was about his cup run. That's the thing, that his cup record, that's the one in knockout football that that, that really, really worries me. That the, You know, apart from that, um, uh, when he first won the FA Cup and he first got, got in with us, we've been dog shit in knockout competition like really 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 fucking struggling really really woeful I think that's way more of a uh, I think of a um, of a uh, a worrying trend I think more than more than anything else but I just think it's you know I think ultimately it kind of goes down to that you know lack of squad depth you know you've got you know Saka and Martinelli and Jesus and Erdegaard and then those replacements to come in and, you know, Inketia, Nelson, um, Fabio Vieira and stuff like that. There's, there's quite a big drop off from those guys, you know, and I think that's where the problem is. We can't, we can't switch out and drop out our first 11 for the second string and, and maintain that level quite like uh, Man City can do, unfortunately. Uh, Des says Arteta does make some strange decisions. I've got my thumb all the way in Bergie's ear at the moment. Bergie Bergkamp, you right, Bergie? How you doing? You're a big monster of a cat, aren't you? Oh, but he does love a schluk. Uh, he came in and we have improved, so it's hard to criticize, but taking us to the next level will be extremely difficult. Yeah, um. Players out, uh, if we move on from that a little bit, it looks like, um, who is it? Uh, scroll down to players out on loan. Kieran Tierney, again, he's, he's out injured, uh, came off injured for, for Real Sociedad. He's going to go and have a look and see how many games he's played from this season. He's played 16 games, all competitions. And how many games has Zinchenko played for us? Um, Zinchenko has played this season 25 games. Mm, okay. Someone made a point recently that Zinchenko's been out a lot. But it looks like, um, what's his name? Nuno Tavares has been, uh, we loaned him out last season. He went to Marseille. He's pretty decent. Six goals in 31 league games. Then he went to Forest on loan in September um, with uh, with an option to buy for 12 million. The Forest fans don't like him. Forest want to send him back. Marseille seem to want him. We paid, how much did we pay for him? We paid £8 million for him. Do you think he'll end up going back to, to Marseille on a sale? Because it says uh, rumours are that Arsenal are willing to sell. And it might actually be a player who might make some money. I don't know. Um, uh, Ligon don't have much money. But 
if it was agreed deal with Forrest for 12, we should get half that, which means it's almost covered how much we've laid out for him because he's never going to make it at Arsenal, is he? No, I don't, I don't think so. I think he's he's too much of a defensive liability. Um, I, I thought he might have something. I really did think he might have something. Um, but he's so athletic and he's so strong and quick and stuff like that, but he just, he's mentally, he's just not with it and switches off too much, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I, I read somewhere that, that Forrest were looking to maybe possibly cancel his loan because we, we don't have, as far as I'm aware, as far as this article was saying, we don't have a um, a recall clause in yeah. his loan agreement. Um, but I think Forrest want to cancel it because I think they want to loan someone else in because you can only have like a certain amount of loans or something like that. Yeah. And they want to, they want to loan someone else in. So I think mean, they, they want to cancel that. So yeah, mate, if we can get some money for him, because I'd say, unfortunately it's not going to, it's not going to work out. I think, I think, you know, that day that against Forrest where, um, and they should have known they were there, um, that he got hauled off before the half time I, I, by Arteta. I think it was curtains for him then. So, um, yeah, I, I you know, I, I think he, um, if we can get some money for him, um, that'd be great. I think it, there's that other lad, is it Mike Birith? Who's, um, he was oh, on loan at Motherwell and was doing really, really well. And then we recalled him and we've sent him off to um, Austria. Austria. Yeah, is it Sturmgratz or something like that? Yeah, exactly. Sturmgratz. Mm. He's never going to make it um, in the Arsenal. I mean, he's, uh, he was a bit of, I think we got him from Fulham. A few years ago, I'm just looking at yeah, full of Betty. I'm gonna smack your bum if you don't stop it. She's going after me meat. There you go. Leave, leave his meat alone, Betty. Um, six foot two, he's 20 years old. Um, look, this season on loan at Motherwell, six goals in 14 Scottish Premier League games, and then he's at Strumgratz, who are they in the in the the Austrian leagues? They are oh, they are second behind Red Bull Salzburg, only two points behind, <clears throat> but are only scoring one and a half goals a game, which isn't good enough. Well, maybe he can he can go and change it. I think I think Arthur Conco um, had a decent loan spell there last season, so hopefully. Um, Have we got a link with them? They sound like the modern day. Must do. Um, um, the modern day Belgian. Hey, thinking the same thing. What was our Belgian mm. thing? I mean, look at the players we've got out on loan at the moment. We've got Marquinhos, went to Nantes, and he played seven league games. And they've sent him back. Right, Alex, the runner, Runnerson, is at Cardiff, and he's played six league games, and they're keeping him. Tyranny um, has played 11 games. Sociedad injured again. Uh, Lukonga at Luton, he's played seven games. Onkonkwo at Wrexham, 17 games. That's working out really well. Still only 22 and six foot six. I want to try and get him at my football, um, football manager. Tavares, don't talk about it. Catlan Shazan, um, he's at Rapid Bucharest. He's there and he's played 16 games this season. 21, central midfielder. Um, he might, I, don't, I don't know much about him. Mar Mario Bandera is at Colchester. He can't really do that because that's League 2. Um, one at uh, Vegas in the National League South with Eastbourne. Um, Gra Gra Herbert is at Slough Town in National League South. Well, you just give up. Uh, Charlie Patino, <laughs> as we know, <laughs> um, in the oh, I'll give all of his stats for Charlie Patino at Swansea 21 games, four goals. 
Last season at Blackpool, 37 games and three goals. So, yeah, he's got a future ahead of him. And then we've got Brooke Norton Coffee, Cuffey at Millwall, and he has played 25 games from right back and two goals in the league. That's decent. Yeah. Mm. Saladin uh, Mhand is at Den Bosch. Three games, not really doing anything. Another one at Lee. Uh, Nathan Butler is at Cheltenham, 12 games. And then another one at Derby, who's not even highlighted on Wiki, so I can't tell you. Omar Rekic, I think, has played quite a few games. Uh, Kiddo Taylor Hart is at Bromley, three games, and that's it. So out of all of the loans that we've got, I would say Beeriff has done really well. Omar's Rekic's doing good. Norton Coffey's doing good. I missed out Tyrese John Jules, 12 games, one goal as a striker. Never going to make it. Uh, he keeps getting injured. He um he keeps getting injured. That lad. Yeah. And uh, that's about it. I don't think any of our other low. I mean, Tyranny. They when he was uh, playing for Sociedad, I said a few weeks ago, they went six games, I think, undefeated, and they had three or four clean sheets in that. And as a best run of the season, he played ninety minutes in every game. So he was making a difference. But do any of those loan ease stand out to you that having a potential future at the arse? Do you want me to bring the screen up so you can see? Uh, no, 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 no. It's fine. Uh, I would, I would say, let's say, Brooklyn uh, Coffee. I think is 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 one, just because I think his profile and his physicality. Uh, um, I think he lends himself to, um, you know, what uh, Arteta likes in his, and I, that's the way that fullbacks are going. Like you say, you're seeing more centre backs as fullbacks and, and and stuff like that. Um, obviously, Charlie Patino. I think he's he's a definite one. Just if if he can if his size can get his size up and stuff like that, and you know, uh, um, Arteta is willing to give him a chance. I think he's definitely one that can um, to break in. And um, I say I say I've only ever seen clips, but I say Birith I think is 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 doing well. And if, I think if anything, we'd at least get some money out of him. I think the others. Um, I Are think the others selling your youth players to help FFP bullshit. Yeah, yeah. what's that again? Uh, you know, like Newcastle are selling, and, and Chelsea have been selling their youth players to help with the FFP. Just hope that doesn't oh, yeah, yeah. ours. Yeah, what we need to get, we need we need to get like a hookup with one of these like um uh these expensive oil rich yeah expensive oil rich sides that will buy our will buy cedric for 20 million and stuff like that you know that's a football apparently wow don't buy him as a footballer just buy him for his dashing good looks and uh yeah players don't they i mean they can buy cedric offers for five or six million and loan Exactly. We've not sent a single player on loan to Colorado Rapids, and we bought one. Again, why would you? Like, it's let's say it's it's going to be no benefit to anyone apart from getting a maybe a suntan. I don't know. Like, it's it's going to be no benefit to anybody. The standards not as good as League One, um, generally. Yeah, and it's and it's you know you're you're travelling miles to you know cross country to play games and stuff like that. It just yeah, I don't, I don't think um, I don't think any any good come comes of of that. 
that hookup. Um, I thought I, whenever I saw Trusty, I rated him. I thought he was all right. Um, Austin Trusty, right last season for was it Birmingham? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he, he's sucking it up. I think at, um, at Sunderland, uh, not Sunderland, uh, Sheffield United, which is a bit of a shame. Um, because yeah, I, th- I thought I thought he looked all right, like young, athletic, uh, left-sided centre back, left-footed centre back. But no, it turns out he was pony. Yeah. Anybody got any questions or anything else you'd like us to talk about? I think we we're going to go for another five minutes because Richard uh, rushed home from work, or was it down training the kids? No, that was yesterday. Tra- tra- training was yesterday, but it was just work today. Good. Yeah, so no, mon- 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 Monday, Mondays and Wednesdays are my 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 training days. And how's that going? Good? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Just it's an annoying aspect of grassroots football is you keep getting games postponed because of um, frozen pitches and stuff like that, which is oh, Christmas proper Pirates. He proper said that half the season's worth of fixtures had to be played in the space of a month at one point yeah. a few years ago. Yeah. And they're paying money for that pitch and they couldn't even bother to drain it. Absolute nightmare. Mm. So, uh, have you, are you in a league? Uh, yes, we're, we're, but it's, it's not really competitive or anything on it. Oh, that's a shame. But you're enjoying it. And uh, any of them got aspirations now because of uh, England's women team and the uh, the WSL and all that? Yeah, a couple, a couple of them have, like I say, I mean, you know, it's it stemmed from a bit of a more of a social club than a football club kind of thing. You have that aspect to it with girls and things like that. But there's, there's quite a few of them now that say they're, they're much more football orientated and stuff like that. And actually, you know, like a couple of years ago, you know, I remember, I remember walking to training with the girls and I asked them, I asked them like how, how many of them are watch football and hardly any of them do. But, you know, now let's say they, they're actually watching as they're a little bit older now, they're actually watching um, football a, a lot more. And one of my girls has just been um, just been signed by Chelsea. Um, yeah. little, did Brown envelope? Any of that nonsense? Uh, no, no, unfortunately I, I didn't. Um, no, no power lighters and uh, uh, money came across my, my, my way, unfortunately. Really but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were aware of but, scouting her? Sorry? Were you aware of no. scouts coming? No, no, I wasn't. I wasn't. Uh, but, yeah, she's ridiculously excited, um, and she's she, she deserves it as well because she's worked so hard. And like you know, um, I remember she, we, she first came along to us because um, she got a um, a leaflet in her door. She didn't even like football. It was like I said, we had let a, a, a leaflet in a, a street, and she got a, a what's it called came along. And I used to call her Bingo at first because she'd play with her eyes down. And now, even though she's she's playing um, a year up, um, so because uh, with our girls, unfortunately, we had like half an under fourteens team and half an under fifteens team, yeah. so we just moved the half of the fourteens up to the under fifteens, and um, she's one of the girls that are ed- eligible for the under fourteen, so she's playing. Um, a year up, but she's you know she's easily one of the best players, man the match every player of the match every every weekend, and um, she's thoroughly thoroughly deserved it. Um, the only annoying thing is um, her Chelsea training is the the same day as our training, so it's um, we're having to put on like extra sessions for her and stuff like that. But um, 
yeah, no, I'm like really proud of her. Really, really pleased. And like I said, another, another couple of girls have been signed up to um, the Brentford um, academies, kind of thing. So, yeah, yeah, some real, real good, um, positive stories coming out of it, which is make you feel which good. Is thing. Yeah, it does. Yeah, 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 it really, really does. It's um, we just need to get some more more coaches now, especially some more. Uh, did, did Chelsea sign her to an eight-year contract? Uh, quite possibly, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, poor girl. Um, but yeah, we need to get some more. Who I think some more female coaches as well. Who does she support? Uh, she's a gooner. Oh dear. So I mean, like, I, I, I'm not going to lie. Let's say mo- most of the girls that I, I coach, if they're not gooners, um, I give them loads of stick. How about uh, your girls? Are they interested in it? I know they're not old enough yet. So, uh, so my oldest Lily, she is, she plays for the team. Um, uh, my youngest Amy couldn't give a, <laughs> couldn't give monkeys. Uh, she's much more into acting. Uh, like she, she, says he's, uh, he's got a one stepdaughter from his wife's um, previous um, relationship. And she, I think she's in her twenties. And he said the, the the other two, one is just like him, really interested in in um, martial arts and art and all that, and the other one couldn't give a fuck about anything. All she wants <laughs> to do is joke and fuck around. So is, is that like your two? They're polar opposites. Uh, yeah, they can be. They 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 they're they they well, they can be so alike, and then in other times, chalk and cheese and stuff like that. Um, Lily's Lily's always been a little bit more, much more of a, like say, uh, a, a, a tomboy and a kind of deep thinker and, and kind of thing, yeah. a bit of a goofball. And she likes her football and stuff like that. And she plays sports, whereas Amy is much more creative and much more like, so she's, she goes to the Pauline Quirk Drama Academy. Oh. Um, so she's, yeah, she does all, she does drama and stuff like that. So yeah, Amy could not give a monkeys about um about football but like Lily, let's like say my eldest she was um she was a uh an arsenal fan when she was really really little and there's like videos of her on youtube singing arsenal songs and stuff like that uh but unfortunately yeah. my wife and and my in-laws got into her and she's turned into a tottenham fan so sad days dead to me um uh des says great show nice to have intelligent football discourse analysis better than listening to that lead judges i'm gonna add the word cunt in there for you des um ranting raving spouting nonsense thank you both well thank you very much and everybody else for being here des very nice of you uh before we go liam says is the saudi league starting to implode already hendo getting out benzema wanting out didn't last too long well we've seen that um, some players are still looking to go there to um, newcastle I've got the um, the South American bloke who was... Uh, Almiron. Almiron with the funny eyes. He's got bonky eyes. Um, it looks like he's going to go there, but not to one of the four clubs that Newcastle's um, owners own. But like someone said on a podcast, just because they don't own them, they can still make them do what they want. So that's going to mm. be a, a nice little tidy sum for them to help towards their FFP. So uh, is the league going to collapse and or... I think they said I heard on the one of the pop football. Pop, I only really listened to the um, AC Jimbo one that they had assigned two billion to the league and bought the four te- or took control of the four teams, gave them two billion to buy players to help with their bid for the World Cup, and then once they've won the bid to the World Cup, which they they did, then that league will fall apart because no one will give a shit about it. Does that got legs? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I say it, it's you're already seeing it kind of thing now. Like you know, say Jordan Henderson, obviously, I think massively is regretted. His, I'm sure his bank balance doesn't regret it, but I mean, it's not like he was short of a penny uh, before he went to. Paid, but I mean, is he? It was. It's all been um, on uh, play now, pay later, or some bullshit like that. Was it? What? Yeah, they said that he doesn't get paid until the end of the season. Or the, the gist of it was, he doesn't get he doesn't get paid. He's three hundred and seventy five grand a week every every Friday in, in a wage packet. It was deferred. Oh, yeah. That was the word deferred. If anybody in the chat knows a little bit more about that, feel free to update it. We're uh, talking like ca- ca- cash in hand at the end of the season in a brown brown envelope. Isn't it? Yeah. Oh dear grief! Uh, but yeah, it's, it's all gone. As I say tits up for him. I think he massively, massively, obviously, massively re- regrets it. But I mean, it's, it's a similar thing to what happened with the with the Chinese league, isn't it? It's yeah. um, although I, th- I think maybe the Saudi league is a little bit more sustainable. I think um, just like say money wise and, and culture wise and language wise, I think it might be a little bit more sustainable than say the Chelsea league is. But it's just. You know, like it, it was. I saw a post like when Henderson signed for him, and like he's, you know, um, uh, his club put, like posted a picture of him like reverently, adoringly looking at this shirt, and it was someone putting it on and goes, "Mate, you, why are you looking at that shirt? It's a club you never knew existed two months ago that yeah. didn't even exist five years ago, yeah. and gets an average crowd of six hundred people. Like, do you know what I mean? It's um, behave yourself." <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, no, I, I, I think it. Well, I think it will go a bit tits up. Uh, well, not. That I'm hoping that it goes tits up because it's a, you, you want more places. All for those free transfers. Yeah, I just, I'm just a bit jealous that that we haven't benefited from. Um, yeah, uh, where's from our Pepe it, money? Exactly. And like like Steph says, uh, that's how the Saudis treat all immigrant workers. I think that's the comment of the night. Actually, Steph, well done. Well, I'll take a bow, son. You've uh, you, you you've got it exactly right there. Um, so uh, we have got the weekend uh, Liverpool at the Emirates, Ashburton Grove. What do you think? What do you, how do you think it's going to go? Because personally, I mean, they've got no Salah. He's injured. He's out for a month until he gets back, gets on the inhaler. Then he'll be a second half sub. But do you hold out much hope? Uh, when's that game? I think it is it's Sunday or Monday or Tuesday. It's sometime between now. I and thought we were playing Forest. I thought, yeah, yeah. I thought we were playing. Oh, f- yeah, you are Forest right. Fucking Forest on the thirtieth. What am I thinking about? Uh, what I'm yeah. thinking about is nothing. Right, um, Tuesday the thirtieth at seven thirty is Forest, and then on, on the Sunday is the Liverpool game at four thirty. So yeah, those two games. What are your thoughts about them? <sighs> Uh, well, mate, hopefully we should be able to swat aside uh, Forrest. But then I thought we would swat them aside last season, and it all went um, it all went tits up. Um, but I think we're we're a better side controlling wise. So I, I think you know we'll, we'll I think we'll be okay there. I think I think hopefully, like I said, if if Partey gives it a little bit more time for him to to get a return from injury, maybe, maybe possibly get a couple of minutes, a little cameo against Forrest. And you, you've got him, you know, Rice hopefully is, is like I said, is, is been rubbed in the, uh, in the horse placenta um, and, and all, all that sort of stuff. And, you know, 
like I said, I, I, even like the game we drew and even the game we lost against Liverpool, we really should have like done a whole lot better in the sense that we played well and we, you know, I think we should have been like two or three goals up. Like especially, I think the the the, the league game and, and like at half time, we would we, at first half we battered them. So and you know, like I said, they, they, if if Trent's not back, if um, you know, obviously Salah is is still going to be out of his hamstring and stuff like that. Um, I said my my big worry is um, uh, is is Diego Jota, who always seems to score against us. Uh, but I think well, I think we can do something. Too. I think it's going to be a massive game, and I. I think you know, say dude, with with the crowd behind us, and let's say a bit more refreshed after our, our break and our warm weather training and stuff like that. I I and I, if we can capitalise on uh, and get another good couple of goals like we did against Palace, uh, and you know we can turn over Forest and we go into that Liverpool game with bags of confidence and and you know bags of threat. No, I think we can definitely, definitely do something against against this team. Um, I don't know if they've got Shabozlai back and stuff like that, but there's there's points to be won in that game. I'm not that it doesn't fill me with dread. Put it that way. I don't know about you, Danny. Uh, well, Jota. One word that even mm. looks like a scouser now. That horrible, pale, pale faced. <laughs> Curly, scrawny hair, and he's diving in his cheek. And I wouldn't be surprised he had a horrible Scouse accent. Actually, I was quite surprised. I forgot Joey Barton was a Scouser. I've been fully behind 50% of what he says. And then I hear him talk. Sad times, bro. I thought he was a Geordie or a Mank. He's a Scouser. He's a blue Scouser, not a red Scouser. Um, but I just, I, just, I just hate Jota. I can't stand him. You just know the scrawny little prick is going to come on and do something. No, I hold out no hope of beating Liverpool. Um, I think uh, Klopp will outthink Arteta, out substitute him, out tactic him, and their players. The plus are just a jammy side. So no, maybe. But I say I don't. don't I'm I'm not fearful. I'm not fearful. Whether we get saying out the game is a different thing. But I'm not. I don't know. Like I say, I think if it was if it was going up to Anfield, I I might be bricking myself because our record is so poor up there. But yeah, no, no, no. I'm 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 might not be confident, but I'm not quaking in my boots. Lovely. Right. Um, A final few comments. Uh, Boy Ten says Arteta kind of opted into losing by playing Havertz up front. He is that bad up front. Uh, Liam says we've got to win uh, one of these Liverpool games. Rudy, this time we beat Liverpool at home uh, and lots of numbers. Nice you to turn up finally. I hope you've got an excuse. 1 1 if we're lucky, 1 3 1 loss if we aren't. And Boy says Klopp is going to start the, the, the quench and make the match that's much more painful if we lose. I don't know what a quench is. He's a centre back, a young centre back. Um, Oh, and Rudy says we win both games. So there you go. Right, that's it. I'm with Rudy. Are you? Mm, I think we're with Rudy. And maybe get a draw against them if we have a good day. Right, that's it. An hour and 18 minutes, just the two of us. Happy birthday to Chris the Pirate. He's uh, 50 today. So go and find the letter K, the letter C... The letter R, the letter U, the letter N, the letter Z. 
Casey runs on Twitter. Go and say happy 50th birthday to him. He's, um, you know, he's, he's having a, um, a, uh, a bad day because no one wants to be 50. So go and find him, give him some abuse. Uh, thank you, Richard. It's been lovely. Just the pair of us. Uh, there was meant to be a few others, but things came up and you can't help that. But I think we did a fine job. Thanks for having me, mate. Yeah, no, thoroughly enjoyed it. Good. And thank you to all you lovely gooners that watched us the show. And if you are able to give us a thumbs up, that'd be lovely. At the moment, the show has got um, 14 thumbs up. Not too bad, but you can do better. If you get a million thumbs up, I'll do the next show naked. And on that bombshell, we are going to go. Thank you very much, everybody. And good night. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Get down, dog. Splendid business. He nearly caught the bloody thing. What are you talking about? <laughs> so I've just eaten a full quiche. Well, you don't often see them at it. So when you see them in the supermarket, they need to be swagged, microwaved immediately and get the brown sauce on them and bosh, Bob's your uncle. Never in doubt. <laughs>